0: This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info, and now, here's your host of the Decoding Obesity Podcast, Dr. Avishkar Sabarwal.
1: Hi friend, welcome to another episode of the Decoding Obesity Podcast. The topic for today has been on my mind for quite some time now. I have with me Prajakta Update to discuss how to read food labels the right way. She is a registered dietitian and a registered yoga teacher. She practices functional nutrition and has a nutritional consulting business. projecta strongly believes that food has a healing power and right food choices and healthy lifestyle help you connect your body and mind. Her area of interest is gut health and nutrition and how to use nutrition to improve your gut health. Hi, projecta Thank you so much for joining me today on the show.
2: Hi, thank you for having me here as a host. I truly appreciate that.
1: Sure. It's so fascinating, you know, to have another registered dietitian. We had one last week to discuss about how to protect your children from developing disordered eating. Mm -hmm. And now I have you to discuss such an important topic. Actually, I've been thinking about, you know, doing a show on food labels for quite some time because it's so important, right? Everything we eat on the back of the packaging is a food label. Correct. And there are 10,000 things mentioned on that. And it's so hard to make out what to read and what not to read and how to understand it. Right. I think from what I understand, from my very brief understanding of the food labels, they have become a little more complex over time. And we're going to discuss all about that. So let's just dive in. My first question to you is, when did these food labels really come into being or when did they start existing on the food packaging?
2: Okay, so the nutrition fact label or nutrition information was actually not always required on the packaged foods and beverages prior to 1990. The U.S. Nutrition Facts label first appeared in 1994, and then they were revised briefly in 2016. Now, the more updated and a big change that actually happened to nutrition labels in January of 2020.
1: I see. I see. And I'm just very curious, what prompted the companies or the government or whoever started this labeling of the food packaging to actually start this why did they start why did they come into existence
2: i think that the main reason for the nutrition label to appear or the information on the label is basically to improve the awareness between people as what they are eating and what they are putting in their body i think all need to know what we are eating and whether we are making the right food choices based on our health goals. And I think this is a very informative and it gives a lot of information about what you can choose and what foods you need to stay away from. But again, as you said, not everyone is aware of what to look into the food label. And that's why the education regarding how to read food labels is very important because once you have that information, you can make a balanced choice. You can make a right decision about what you are going to put into your shopping cart.
1: No, that's excellent. Yeah, that's so important to know. And I think it sometimes it becomes very overwhelming because just the sheer volume of information that's there on that package Mm -hmm. and the short amount of time that we have when we're shopping, it just becomes so overwhelming to go through the whole nutritional label. And if it's printed in those very tiny fonts that they printed in, it becomes even more difficult, right? So how have these food labels evolved over time?
2: So... There were significant updates that were made, as I said earlier, in January of 2020, and this food nutrition label change is the first major update since the FDA first instated the uniform food labeling in 1994. Now, according to FDA, these changes are based on the updated scientific information, the new nutrition and public health research, and more recent dietary recommendations from the expert groups and input from public. So the new label that was revised in January of 2020, that is now more realistic about what people eat today and what fuels their body and even the chronic diseases that some of them are dealing with. So like, for example, the added sugar was never a requirement before. But after making that big change in 2020, the added sugar requirement reflects the knowledge about sugar and its relationship with obesity or even diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Because in our country, people eat tons of added sugar. And if you look at the number here, it is very, very kind of surprising that people eat almost 17 teaspoons of added sugar each day. And in order to control that, it has now made mandatory by FDA to add the information about added sugar on nutrition label. And I think this is really a big change and people need to aware that what they are putting in and how much of sugar that they are adding into their diet by eating these type of foods. So that was like a big change. So another big change that happened in 2020 is about the fat. The new nutrition science has shown that the type of fat that is consumed is more important than the amount of fat that is consumed. And so the new label doesn't include the calories from fat, but what it has started to show is the grams or the amount of unsaturated fat or the gram of saturated fat and trans fat on the label. And I think that is more important for all of us to know that what type of fat is what we are consuming because not all fats are bad. There are some good fats and we all need to get some good fats in our diet. But if we know exactly how much is the saturated fat versus unsaturated fat that product has, I think as a consumer, it becomes easy decision and more kind of a balanced decision to know that whether you want to purchase that food or not.
1: Interesting. You know, Projecta, one thing that I've noticed on the food labels is, you know, they'll mention percentage of daily value and they'll mention the grams, and that's where I just lose it. I myself get confused at times. So, how should one really understand this information and synthesize it in their brains to understand whether to buy that food product or not?
2: Okay. So, there are few things that on the label that I go by the percentage daily value. Now, the percentage daily value tells you how much it contributes to the total amount and that amount is generally based on 2000 calorie diet. So again, I understand that not everyone has a requirement of 2000 calorie diet and that's the reason there are some guidelines set around the percentage daily value and if you know how to read that daily value and interpret that information for yourself, then it becomes easy to read label and it becomes easy for you to make a decision.
1: So how do you do that? How does one go to the food market or the superstore, look at a food product and say, okay, this is the right food for me to buy. What do I look for in a label? How do I understand what it means, what it all means? If you can just take us through the steps of reading the food, actually reading the food label and okay. understanding what everything means.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm sure everyone has seen a food label, but some of you are already probably reading a food label and some of you probably are not even looking at it. So Every packaged food has a food label and it is our responsibility as a consumer to look at the food label and try to read it. So I'm going to talk about important things on the food label and what you should look for. So on the top of the label, you will always see a serving size and that serving size generally is either number of pieces like if it's a cracker then it will say four crackers or six crackers or generally it is listed in terms of cups so like half a cup or one cup so it is very important for all of us to know what is the serving size the reason for that is just by looking at the package the package may look small and you may think that okay there's only one serving in that entire package because it looks small But in reality, there could be more than one serving, there could be two servings or three servings. And if you are not aware of what the serving size is, sometimes you may even end up eating the whole package and you may end up eating two or three servings in one sitting. So it's really important for all of us to know what is the serving size that is listed on the food label.
1: I think that's very important. Yeah, I just want to point out, I think it's very, very important to understand this. And that's the first thing that I also look for is a serving size, because a lot of times, even these small bags of chips, Mm -hmm. they actually have two servings, three servings, (laughs) and you can really get deceived. And sometimes I'm amazed that, you know, such a small packet will have two or three servings in it. And if one serving is nearly not enough to kind of even get you satisfied. So it's very, very important to actually look at the number of servings that are there in each packet
2: correct absolutely yeah now as you start reading the food label the information that is listed on the food label that is all based off of that serving size so if the serving size says half a cup then all the numbers that you are seeing on the label they are based on one half cup if you change the serving size knowingly or unknowingly you need to understand that all those numbers are going to change for you So that is another reason you really want to look at the serving size. Now, as you are reading the label, what I strongly believe is you want to look at the total carbohydrates. Total carbohydrates are important because sometimes the food might be super loaded with carbohydrates. The classic example I can give you is any sugar loaded breakfast cereal, like a cold cereal, fruit loops, or any other things that could have a lot of sugar in it and it could be super high in carbohydrates so you really want to look at the carbohydrate amount again carbohydrates are not bad if you are choosing the whole grains or good type of carbohydrates or complex carbohydrates they are good we all need carbohydrates if we make a wrong choice for carbohydrates then that is bad so you want to look at the carbohydrate number you want to keep that number as low as you can. And generally, good guideline for that is you want to look at the percentage value that is listed next to the gram number of total carbohydrates. So it may say total carbohydrates 13 gram and the interpretation in terms of daily value maybe could be 4%. And you want to look at that percentage value. Generally, if that number is below 10%, it is considered that food is not loaded with carbohydrates.
1: Interesting, interesting. And Mm -hmm. then the other thing that I always look at is, you know, the total sugars and the added sugars, more so the added sugars, because as far as I understand, added sugars are the extra sugars that are added to the product, which are not inherently, for example, you know, somebody is is having milk, milk will have inherently have lactose, which is a regular sugar sugar that's there, Mm -hmm. but added sugar would be the added either fructose, sucrose, Correct. whatever have you, that's been added to it. That's the other thing that I always look at and I try to go for products that do not have added sugar.
2: Correct. What Correct. do you think? Absolutely. You said it right. The regular milk will have a natural sugar in the form of lactose. So there will be some sugar naturally present in it. But if you are looking at the label for chocolate milk, obviously that's going to have added sugar in it. And that's the sugar you want to stay away from because that is the sugar that gets added in the product while making it or manufacturing it or even during packaging and that is the bad type of sugar which has a connection with obesity or type 2 diabetes generally causing a lot of inflammation in your body, you know, producing a gut dysbiosis or so imbalance in your gut microbiome and that is the sugar you want to avoid. Now, the guidelines recommend to keep that sugar below 10%. In my opinion, when I teach my clients about label reading, I tell them to look at that sugar and keep it as minimum as you can. So ideally, ideal situation will be choose a product which does not have added sugar in it. But if there is an added sugar, then try to look for the product that says below 5% added sugar.
1: Interesting, interesting. Uh And you know, there are a lot of other things that are there on a food label. And now I'm talking about the ingredients, because they'll mention a host of vitamins, they'll mention a host of minerals, and they'll say 200%, 300%. I usually discount all of that, because it really doesn't mean a lot in terms of, or these are micronutrients and not necessarily the macronutrients.
2: Macronutrients, correct, yep.
1: But the other thing important thing that's mentioned on the food label are the ingredients of the food. And how do you go about navigating all the host of ingredients that are mentioned, especially on the processed foods?
2: So definitely, along with the nutrition label, you definitely want to look at the ingredient list because there could be a lot of colorings and preservatives added in the product. I recommend people to go through the ingredient list as well. In simple term, I always tell people if you cannot read something, then that's not the food designed for your body so keep it simple shorter the list of ingredients better the product is which means it's less processed another good tip that you want to know is generally the first five ingredients that are listed in order those are the ingredients most used in the product so they are in higher amounts as you go towards the end of the list the ingredients that you see towards the end of the list, they are used in smaller quantity. So if you are looking at the ingredient list and if sugar is a third ingredient, then definitely that is not the product you want to buy.
1: Right, that's even more important to understand. Yeah. Look at what are the top five ingredients and this I actually learned later that the ingredients are listed in the decreasing order of their presence in the food itself. And another important thing to understand so from what i'm understanding from this conversation you know in Mm -hmm. a nutshell the first thing to look at is the serving size correct the second thing to look at is the carbohydrates Mm -hmm. and the third thing to look at is the total sugars and then the fourth is the added sugars correct and then just look at the ingredients and see you know how many host of ingredients are there and then you make the decision
2: right one thing i would like to say here definitely person needs to look at the added sugar and you want to keep it minimum because that's the sugar you don't want but you will also see that underneath carbohydrates it says sugar and that sugar is what I tell people not to worry about because that generally the natural sugar and that number is already added in total carbohydrates. So if your total carbohydrate says for example 13 grams and if sugar not the added one i'm talking about the sugar says three grams that three gram is included in 13 grams so it is not in addition to 13 grams
1: i see so yeah that's very important to understand too Mm -hmm. this is very interesting you know reading the food labels is so important and you know they've made it very complex i hope they make it simpler in the future so that all of us can understand what we are buying and we don't have to spend hours reading food labels Because sometimes it can be very frustrating. You know, you're trying to buy something and you're deciding what to buy, what not to buy, and you're not going to be there. You're spending hours in the food store Mm -hmm. buying your foods. So I hope they make it simpler. But this has been a very interesting discussion, Projecta. So, how can people find you and how can they work with you if they want to?
2: So, I have a private practice and I do see people one on one. So, I have a website that people can visit. It's rightnutritionworks.com. I can be reached at 623. 556 3886, and we can work together as one on one. I do have online programs. In fact, I'm actually launching a new detox program right after holidays. It is a 28 day detox program that starts on January 12th, and it's going to be a very interesting one, especially after holidays when a lot of people realize that it's time for them to start taking care and kind of cleanse their body
1: interesting interesting well this has certainly been a very fun discussion for me uh, projecta and i hope you've enjoyed having Absolutely. this discussion with me dear listener do join us again next week as we discuss the health halos is what we call them on the food labels and how to steer clear of these marketing tricks which can trick your brain into buying these foods i'm going to have projecta again next week so definitely tune in well that's all we have time for today thank you so much Projecta again for joining me and i'll see you all next time
2: thank you very much you've been listening to the
0: decoding obesity podcast. Please remember the information in this podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests and do not constitute medical advice. Views and opinions on this show do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.